Hey, gorgeous. This is episode number 226. Hi there. This is Dr. Shannon Tran. You are listening to Heart Cells Podcast with Christine Schlansky. Enjoy. Well, I am so super pumped to have Shannon back on the show today with the topic of permission to say no. And this is such an important topic. I hope you enjoy it. I hope you got a lot of value out of her last interview where we talked about internal creation with balance and harmony. And yeah, where we really went deep, why this is important and what can help you to prevent some kind of a burnout. Dr. Shannon Tran helps ambitious professionals become well-balanced so they can achieve anything without burnout. She helps them to embody their values and remove subconscious beliefs and patterns that are leading to burnout. So you're in the right place because today it's all about you know setting boundaries, the permission to say no, and how you will achieve more by being able to use that simple word no, which by the way is a full sentence. Have fun with this episode and I'm excited that you are here. Thank you so much for tuning in. Well, I'm so super excited to have you back on the show, Shannon. Welcome. Thank you. It's great to be back. Yeah, I just loved our first conversation and there's so there were so many golden nuggets of how to become more confident when it comes to money, when it comes to business, how to grow and not yeah, not stop growing <laughs> and really have your life PhD. <laughs> so I, I love that. And I love all the success that you created for yourself in the last years, uh, realizing that you just need to get really, really clear on what your desires are and then just going for them. And I know that many, many people, they know what they don't want, but they don't really know what they want. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us a little bit about what you did to figure out that piece for you? Yeah, so a couple things. You know, with all success, I think what people don't see behind the scenes is there's failures, right? Yes. And you have to get through your failures to get to the next level of success. So one failure was lack of clarity. Like, I, I, I didn't know what I wanted. In fact, I didn't realize just how much of a people pleaser I was and how I was living other people's agenda. And so what the first step that helped me, if you're someone who doesn't know what you want um, or what you want is know what you don't want, right? Like that, that eliminates half of it right there. Well, I don't want that and I don't want that. Well, what would I want? And it, like the, the, the work with this is if you're someone that struggles with self-doubt or just there's too many options, there's going to be a little bit of some work that needs to be done because it's going to take you time to figure that out because the probably the first time you ask yourself what you want, it's probably going to be other people's expectations, what you should do, what society tells you, what your parents tell you, what your work tells you, what your partner tells you, what your what you think you should do as a parent. Like the shoulds and the expectations will be the first round that comes up. Yeah. And so then it's going through some really powerful questions to drill down into the core. And it, and it could be just starting with simple things like, okay, well, what are my top five values or what do I, what's most important to me? Or if I could only, you know, live 24 hours, I had one day left, how would I spend it? Well, that's a quick way to give you clarity because what that means, anything you wouldn't be doing is probably BS. Mm, right. Mm. Um, 
And then even in your relationship, like you could start there. Because when I started to really look at my relationships and get honest with myself and say, okay, look at the people I spend time with. Does this person bring out the best in me or the worst in me? Is this person adding value to my life? Am I adding value to my life? Is that like, what was my experience with this person? Because we become like the five people we spend the most time with. So I just started, and it's like, I'm not going to lie. Like it was painful, right? Because it means either you're reducing time with those people or you're eliminating them from your life. When you gain clarity, like that's the cost of clarity. That's the cost of knowing what you want is that there's some, there's some grief or some loss that that's going to happen. Um, but if, if you've done the work, then it's chosen, right? You're choosing to let it go. And so it's coming from a powerful place. Does that answer the question in terms of like, what are some things you can yeah, do? Yeah, to totally. And I would like, yeah, I would love to dive into it even a little bit deeper because when I realized that I had to reduce time with some people or maybe like, you know, reduce time to zero <laughs> and let them go, that's a really painful process, especially, you know, if you are a people pleaser or if you are like a real loyal person, right? So when I connect with someone, I'm like, I'm a loyal person. So I make sure they are taken care of. I, you know, I make sure that we are connecting. And for some people, I realized that all the work in the relationship came from my side. Like, let's set up a call. Let's set up a meeting. Let's go for a coffee, come to my birthday party, like all of the stuff. And they didn't put a lot of effort in, which then kind of got out of balance. And when, once I learned the concept, it was, you know, really eye opening. And as you said, you become the average of the five person you surround yourself with. And I got really, really clear in who brings joy into my life. Mm -hmm. Helps me to raise my frequency, my vibe who helps me to grow, right? Some, some relationships are, you know, not that, well, how do I want to word this? <laughs> uh, peaceful, right? Because some people will help you to trigger so you can grow and you see what you don't want to see. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and that could be growth, right? That, yeah, exactly. Well, definitely. M- most of the time, you know, it, it's not always nice, but if it helps you, then that still can be a good relationship but you need to be, get clear on where you want to go because then those are the topics that you want to discuss with people that you want to spend time with, right? You don't get to mastery by just, you know, reading a book once or talking about the topic once. It's like reinforcing and learning over a long time period. That's a good point. And in terms of going deeper, even because <clears throat> I was a a pretty big people pleaser, right? Because for a lot of, you know, this is probably common for women like our- Oh, yeah. For women. Get approved yeah. and, right, get along with people. And um, and I didn't realize just how deep, like there, there were layers to it. And so recently I went to, even recently, and I, and I felt like, wow, I've done so much work. Like I've got this cover. And it was interesting because the body doesn't like. Recently I went to a leadership training and it was all about embodied leadership. And they would have us go through- um, different physical exercises to see how our body shows up in interactions. So one was even like using um, some kind of like punching bag. It wasn't a punching bag, but just that's the best visual I can give. And they would have us say yes and punch and then no. Well, interestingly, my nose were kind of weak. 
And I thought, wow, that's fascinating. Like, even though I've worked on, a, on my mindset, in my body, it's still there. And so I was realizing how even then I needed to be working on my no. Like, what am I saying yes to? And what am I saying no to? And in what, in what situations? And so sometimes the work that we have to do is just noticing how often we say yes, noticing how often we say no. And I like to, like, I like to ask myself powerful questions when helping myself gain clarity like this. So one could, when I'm interacting with people, sometimes I'll just ask myself, what is this person offering me? And then I just kind of let wisdom answer, right? And sometimes it's just, oh, they're, they're offering me a solution or that, wow, they're genuine. Or, or sometimes I'll get the answer like, no, they're offering me a guilt trip. <laughs> I'm not going to like, right? Like, no, they're offering me like they're trying to control me. And, but that's part of getting the clarity and making the decision of, do I really want this person in my life? Mm. And I think when we ask questions like that, we, and we start to value our time too and who we are, um, it becomes easier to set limits, at least in my experience, right? Yeah, totally. So, so speaking of no, I, I learned a while, well, a while ago, not, not a long, long time ago, but some years ago that no is a full sentence. Yes. <laughs> Funny. <laughs> Correct. Which no is I, I found very powerful because oftentimes we say no, or we come up with like a long winded excuse to say no, just because we try to get better and saying no. Exactly. We think we have to justify or explain our no. Yes. And, it's, and, that, and giving ourselves permission to say that doesn't work. And what I've done, like if, if I've needed to work up to it, because for some people, they're so afraid to say no, I, I'll give them phrases to help close the gap, which is that doesn't work for me. Yes. You know, a little more softer approach for some people where it's hard to say no, but you know, that doesn't work for me. And boy, that has helped me so much in terms of not going down the wrong path. Mm. I mean, it's helped me like make better choices in my schedule, the hours I'm available, not available, the projects I take on. It's just, it's so powerful. It is so powerful. And so um, I love that you're sharing this because we need to be able to have access to our no to get the clarity for what we want and to give ourselves permission to yeah. say no. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. And, and, and to be able to say no, we, we need to know what we desire so we mm -hmm. can make that decision in the first place. So what would be really interesting for people, because obviously you run your own business and you have conversations, how do you deal when getting a no after you made an offer? Oh, like if I'm making an offer and someone says no to my offer. So for me, I'm, I've learned not to take it personally because I'm really coming from the places. Hmm. Interesting. What, where is the no coming from? Because quite frankly, sometimes the no is just, I'm not ready. I'm afraid. So is it, a, is it a no for now? Is that what it is? Actually, let me give you an example because I think it really helps to see about the conversation we're really having in terms of just heart selling. I, I was making an offer to someone um, for, for someone that I, I close for, that I, I sell for. And it's, this is actually a perfect example here. And she was about to say yes to my offer, which yay, right? Like I made a sell, yay for me. But as we were talking, I noticed that she tends to do that. She tends to always say yes because she's afraid to say no. So I asked her, I said, can I ask you something before we, you know, I get your credit card here? She said, sure. I said, are you just saying yes to me right now because you're afraid to say no to me? And she said, yes. I said, I'm not going to sell you. I'm removing this offer from the table 
because I think right now the best gift I can give you is permission to say no to me. You don't have to say yes, because that was her default. That was so empowering for her. And honestly, it was worth more than whatever money she was going to give me. Because being able to give someone and empower them to say no in that moment, she needed that. She needed that more than, I mean, that was the transformation for her, right? So money, you know, that hour well spent for both of us. And it felt so good for me to give that to her. And so, so in those moments, like when, if I get a no, I, I mean, does it hurt sometimes? Sure. Cause no one likes to be told no, right? Like it, sometimes it can feel like, oh man, it can, it can eat away a little bit at your, your self-confidence. I'm not going to lie. Like it can. And so it's important to really like come from a place of I'm giving, it's okay if this person is saying no and it's coming from the right place for them. And if they're saying no for the wrong reason, I'm going to challenge them and find out the truth. And if they're saying yes for the wrong reason, I want to know that too, right? Yeah. And I mean, how you said no doesn't mean not now. That's that's always what I say. No means not now. It doesn't mean no forever. Yeah. And it's, it's also important to figure out what's the reason behind it, right? Because sometimes like when somebody is just afraid, but you know exactly they need it, you have to provide them with a certain level of confidence to make a decision that really helps them to be empowered. Because when they, when they leave the conversation, they still carry that big challenge with them. Mm-hmm. It, it exactly. didn't go away just because they had a clarity call or a strategy session or however you want to call it. And, you know, if you can't help them to figure it out, they probably go somewhere else because they need to have it figured out. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Awesome. So what do you do then for harmony and balance in, in your life today? So a couple things. One is I, um, I pace myself. So before, so I kind of like look at my calendar and I look at it in um, like quarterly. And so every quarterly, t- regularly, but especially quarterly, I will map out time for myself, right? So time, like, in fact, you know, I just... Um, I'm just set up to go to Hawaii because prices are so great right now with this virus. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. You you just give me ideas. (laughs) No, it's insane. I can go to Hawaii for like 300 bucks. So that's my gift to myself. (laughs) No, it's crazy. Like it's insane. Um, So I, I really spend time rejuvenating myself. I get massages now. And and that's the thing I think we talked about in our last episode about when you value yourself, you treat yourself differently, right? So things that I wouldn't allow myself, I'm much better receiver. I receive rest. I, I, it's safe for me to rest. I allow myself to rest. So I get massages. I'll, you know, um, go for walks. I'll just have downtime. Um, because I listen to my body better. And so I like to um, schedule quarterly things, you know, to just rejuvenate, to have that balance. Um, I do meditation every day, mostly. Um, and I just have certain uh, practices that I engage in, you know, play with my cats. They, I, they're just very relaxing to me. Yes. Um, so it's, it's, it's what I found is I knew, as you gain clarity and you know what you like to do, I give myself permission to do those things um, and just take care of myself and I don't overwork myself. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I think it's so important when you value yourself, then you give others the permission to value you. Yes. Right. And I think that's a very important piece, especially in businesses. I heard so many stories where people just run themselves into the ground. And I always say, well, if your cup isn't full, like how can you give? And how can you give quality? Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. Totally. And I know 
like when I've been exhausted, I'm just not present. Like I, I'm just sort of there, but there's nothing there. Yeah, yeah. And can you share with us maybe a book that has made a big impact in your life? I know you've read a ton, tons of books, but what comes to mind uh, that you that you can share that really has influenced your life in a big way? I have so many books and I love so many books. It's it's tough. Um, for whatever reason, like it depends on, so first I'll preface it by saying it depends on what you want to work on, like where you're at and what you need to work on. If you're someone who wants to, like needs to work on your habits and, and the way you think and just your practical habits, the book Habits by Duhigg, love it. If you're someone who, and this was a part of our conversation earlier, if you're someone who struggles in your relationships um, and you you're a giver and you have, you tend to attract takers, um, or you don't know how to set healthy boundaries. Is it Adam Adam Grant, I think is his name? Um, he, he wrote the book, uh, Give and Take. And I love that book. It's, it, was for, it's, it was for like businesses, but in there, it's really about on a personal level. And he talks, he groups people into three types, right? Givers, takers, and matchers. And what happens is if you're a giver and you don't have good boundaries, you're often going to attract takers. And that's when you get into these depleted, relationships, right? That you're doing all the work and they're doing all the taking. And he empowers people. It's like, how do you, what's the language of a healthy giver? So he actually looked at success rates and found that um, people who are the most successful are givers, but those people that are the least successful are also givers. And so the difference was, um, you know, having healthy boundaries, knowing your priorities, and then how do you deal with takers and matchers? So that would be a book I would totally recommend because it can help you on so many different levels, mindset, healthy relationships, success. So I would start yeah. with that. Love it. Love it. Thank you. And can you share your favorite mantra or inspirational quote? And I'm sure it, you have many too, but just first thing that comes to mind. <laughs> yeah. So the one that I wrote in my, in my five minute gratitude journal was, and, and it could change, but the one I'm playing with today is, um, I am profitable in all my relationships and endeavors. Mm. And, and, and right. And so what that means is like, I'm expecting good things from it. It's a win-win. Um, right. Cause it's, I'm profitable. Profitable doesn't have to mean money. It means it's a, like it's profitable in some way, either emotionally, I'm, I'm receiving something from it. I'm giving. So I like to play with that because it reminds me, it's like, no, I can find the win in any situation. Right. And mm. so it's, I'm expecting positive expectancy. So yeah. that's the one I'm playing with lately. That's, that's beautiful. And, and it's so true. Um, I mean, when we talk about wealth creation, people think of money first, but that's not true. Right? No, when you, wealth comes from the inside. Exactly. It's like how, what can you experience in your life? What can you do? What can you give? Who can you be? You know, I mean, just scheduling in a trip to Hawaii because there's a great opportunity, <laughs> like, you know, taking care of that and not, not worrying about other stuff because you can just move it around your schedule right exactly. that's true true wealth is really for me true wealth is freedom to do what i want to do when i want to do it how i want to do it with whom i want to do it right you know exactly. and um and and that does require a certain level of financial freedom to be able to say yes to things you have to pay for mm -hmm. but that's like that's the idea of of true wealth right it doesn't need to be the billionaire or the multimillionaire just what what do you need to be able to pay for all these opportunities coming your way that you want to say yes to 
Mm -hmm. And it usually comes to who do you need to be, right, to, to be there. Because usually, like, I've seen people have a lot of money and then they're emotionally poor. And so it's all about... Um, because money is just buying an experience or a feeling. So you I, literally, I can get up right now, whatever feeling I want to have, I can create it internally. And then, okay, how could I, how can I bring value to someone? And, and either it can come back to me in the form of, Hey, I'll get an email from the airlines, cheap tickets. Great. I can afford that. Right. Or, or I can make a sell or I can like create other opportunities for the, for that experience to come in. And sometimes I think we could just get only focus on the money, but the opportunities can come in many forms, right? New friendships, new, new partnerships. Um, so I really like to think wealth in, in the bigger game. Um, and, and at the same time, uh, having a wealthy mindset to see opportunities, right? So I, it was funny speaking of that, right? Like, so right now I'm in the buying mode because everyone's else is panicking and I'm buying a bunch of stocks. So my son, right? We talk about his financial confidence last time. He's like, mom, the Disney stocks are down 50%. I'm like, great. Let's just go buy like 20 right now. Right. So like, while people panic, that's when people who are very grounded in their, in their wealth consciousness start to like, look for great deals. Yeah. So. Yeah. Wow, that's 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 so powerful, and it's so true. Um, I I don't know who who said that, but it's like there's this thing that I don't really like, but it, it really reflects what you just said. Like when there's blood in the streets, that's the best time to invest. Like everybody is panic, everybody thinks the worst. Like the positivity goes away, and then you get stuff for like cheaper than the true value is. And it's, and it's all about mindset, right? Like I'm not, I'm not being negligent. Like, yeah, I'm going to stock up on what I need to not, not in a panic way because I'm not a fear-based living person, but I'll be responsible because I need to feed my kids and make sure they have what they need. And my mindset is going on, geez, I, I, since I'm not busy panicking, I might as well just look at this opportunity. Like, wow, I can go to Hawaii. I can buy stuff. And, th and that's, it's all about where do you want to put your focus and your energy? Mm. Yes. And, yeah. and that's like, that's true of any situation. And right now it's because of what's going on right now in the world with the virus. But in, in any situation, it's always about where you're going to put your focus. I can put it towards panic or I can put it towards I'm a solution, not the problem. Yeah, I, I love that point of view. And what I also love is that the wonderful gift you brought at the success rituals Share with us again what's what's in there. I know you shared it on the last episode as well, but I just want to make sure people have the opportunity to understand the amazing value they are getting to really set them up for success, for a strong mindset, especially when times are a bit uncertain and there's a lot of probably politics around that as well that we don't even, that we are not able to see through as, you know, regular people. Mm -hmm. So... The success rituals, what, what, what do we get when we come and sign up for it? Yeah. So think of it like your success kit, right? So like, you know, anytime you relate your mindset is off, I would come here. So in there, it's helping with your money mindset. It's giving you a daily ritual that you can practice to get you grounded in the mindset of abundance and seeing clearly there's a visualiz visualization exercise to help you visualize the outcome you want. So your mind is working for you, not against you. And so some great grounding exercises in there. So it's really like a success kit, if you will. 
Mm, I love it. Well, thank you so, so much. I'm so, super excited about that opportunity for, for the audience. And thank you so much for, again, another wonderful episode. I, I just love talking to you. We probably could go on and on, but, you know, time is up. So, uh, uh, you know, we've got to put a stop right here. But I want to make sure that if you listen to this episode, I hope you took notes and I hope you have some action points so that you can get the stronger mindset and shift your money mindset to a place where you can be this awesome receiver and this awesome giver where it's balance and harmony so you can invite not just money but all great things you want into your life. Thank you so, so much, Shannon. This was fun. And uh, yeah, thank you. Thank you, Christine. Well, what a great episode. I'm so happy I had the opportunity to talk to Shannon again. And I just I just love the way to see how we can have balance, harmony, how we can really, really set our boundaries and make things happen that are important to us. Hop on over to christineschlonsky.com, find the podcast tab and get your show notes, your transcripts, all the links to Shannon. They're just one click away. And uh, yeah, get your resources as well. And once you're over there, sign up for the empowerment notes. I'm so, super excited to have you in that tribe of heart sellers that are really going for their dreams by delivering amazing value to their audiences, to their tribes. And I would love for you to be part of that. Empowerment Notes is basically all the updates on Heart Sells podcast, as well as amazing content where I share some advice, some tips, resources as well, and just parts of my journey. And usually I always have something for my tribe that you do not get anywhere else but with the Empowerment Notes. So hop on over to christineschlonsky.com, sign up, and thank you so much for tuning in. Have a wonderful day wherever you are in this beautiful world. And I'm saying bye for now.